Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. The following television program contains blue language, adult positions, and mature delicacies. It's gotten out of control. It's too big. Ty Webb. Heavy Longmire. Gustave Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Welcome back, folks. It's your old pal, Gustave Montblanc, and once again, we're going to dip our toes into the past, and we've selected some choice moments from the year of 2018 for you. A lot of these were recommended by fellow listeners, so I hope you will agree that this is some of our better parts of the work. So without any further ado... I want to thank you for listening, and let's get down to the best of 2018. We'll start off with the time that I was just trying to be a nice guy and help out a fellow podcaster, but my best friends thought differently. Let's take a listen. A few uh, weeks ago, you got a text from one of our friends. I did. And it was a picture of me helping do some technical support. That's right. That's right. With a young lady. You are nothing if not a willing tech supporter. And I texted you, hey, I'm helping this person out. And you're like, oh, yeah, I already know. Yeah, I was in the know. I've got people in the know. And that young lady was a... Adult film actress. I've heard those are out there. By the name of Rachel Starr. Hey now. And let's now welcome her to the podcast. Rachel. But she, she I did want to not talk right ask now, her but... if she'd like to join us. So to set the, the scene, the boys over at the Blowout Podcast Network were having an event at the Four Corners Brewery. Shout out to Blowout and Four Corners. Sure. Why I not? I love both of them. Um, and so I was there, and I see one Michael Lionel Saroy walk in. Well, hey, buddy. The sea cow. Whoa. And, you know, I kind of, I don't think I'd talked to him yet. And then a little while later, I see him. Was he on deathbed status? No, he was, he was, he was in good shape. He was escorting a young lady with him. As he will. As he will. He he's, he loves the ladies. And somebody said, oh, my God, that's Rachel Starr. Now, despite my extensive knowledge of 70s and 80s porn actresses, I am woefully unknowledgeable about current uh, pro film stars. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to admit that I didn't know who she was or Alexis Texas was until I started hearing the boys talk about them. So I had... Heard Rachel when she had uh, called into the Saroys a couple of times to do 
pics of the porn star that they did a few years ago. Right. But I had, that was the extent of my knowledge of her. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. And I didn't think much else about it, you know, because I know that she's friends with Mike Saroy. Next thing you know, you're sidling up. Well, I'm over talking, I think, with Brad and Ginsburg, and Saroy comes up to me. He's like, hey, you do the stuff for your podcast, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm surprised Saroy even knows we do a podcast. Yeah, you know, it's, I gave him a shirt one time. I think that's, okay. you know, I think he probably threw it right away or gave, gave it, it to a to homeless his, guy, gave it to some hobo. You know, that actually did happen with, I think, Nima. I gave him a shirt at a IJB, and he promptly lost it in Deep Ellum, and I'm sure there's a homeless guy right now wearing one of our shirts. All right. Well, that's a good pub. You know, I'll take what we can get. So, Saroy's like, you do all the technical stuff for yours. I'm like, yeah, because I've joked with him before about how I know that he doesn't do anything for Dragon Brag except talk. Right. He's like, well, can you help? Uh, can you help Rachel? She's trying to start a podcast and she's trying to do some stuff. You slowly remove your jacket, and I'm like, no, I mean, what? You know, I, I'm kind of like, he's, I think he's fucking with me. He's like, no, like, no not about it. Okay. And he's like, no, seriously, come help. So I go up there and I'm like, hi, you know. He's like, this is, you know, Gustav. He'll help you. So I sit there with her and the boys start to do their live thing. And immediately they're like, because we're right next to them. They're like, you know, Gustav's over here trying to work the thing. The thing. And uh, I think uh, Machine said that's this is going to be grounds for the divorce trial, you know. Of course. Which, obviously, Mrs. Gustav knows that I'm absolutely so dorky I'm harmless. Of course. Because, I mean, that's it's not like uh, if it was you. No. That'd be different. Right. But me, and I'll get to that later on. Well, I've been through a six-pack of divorces, so. Sure. Well, I don't know about that, but the, uh, so I help her. She already recorded something, help her get it uploaded, and then I help her get things on to um, iTunes and everything. Why are you doing air quotes? Well, it's because I'm trying to uh, gesture. Okay. They get her up on stage to tell some porno stories, which were very entertaining. If you haven't listened to that episode. I haven't yet, but it's it's, on my to-do list. It's very entertaining. So I go back and I sit with our friends, uh, the Campbells and Megan. And about that time, as I'm sitting there, in walks Philip Kingston, city councilman of Dallas. Hey, now. And a lady who I assume is his wife. Oh, I was really hoping you were going to say John Wiley Price. That would be better, especially if it's John Wiley Price in the satin undies. Yes, from the February calendar yes. of circa late 80s. 80s, 80, or maybe 90. So Kingston and his wife, I assume it's his wife. I really don't know. But she's very conservatively dressed, wearing some type of campaign button. Of course. Pendant, maybe. Maybe. They sit directly to my right at the table. and So you're sandwiched between a city I, I councilman got, and, Megan, and a porn star. No, no. Rachel Starr is at oh, this she's, point. Yeah, she's up on stage. She's up on stage okay. with the uh, Jake and TC. She has and been Machine. formally welcomed to the stage. Yes, and they are... Oogling? Oogling, giddy. They're trying to make... Are they very farly with McCartney? It's getting there at times. And she's very entertaining. She's just a natural at telling stories. I've heard she's a good storyteller. She is. And her stories are not PG. <laughs> As one would expect. So, uh, sitting there with Megan, and I, I give her the like, hey, 
Kingston just showed up for the porn star segment. <laughs> and they're they're not overly enthused with these stories. Right. This is not exactly what they signed up not for. Not what they expect, or certainly not what she expected, right. obviously. Because I doubt she's listened to a whole lot of IJB. Probably not. Probably not. Probably or, seen even less of Rachel Starr's work. Probably did not sign, uh, you know, enjoy the Throatzilla episode. From probably a few not one back. of her top five. So Rachel is telling a story and mentions something about how she's always had a fantasy about a guy in a suit and tie. Okay, now, I'm guessing that's close to what Kingston's wearing. Kingston is in straight suit and tie, came straight from work. I can feel the woman go rigid with disgust slash anger, get me the fuck out of here. Is she at Bobby Wygant level rigidity? She is at Bobby Wygant DEFCON 1. Face getting a bit reddish in hue. And I hear Kingston lean over and say, do I need to get us out of here? <laughs> and she's like, yes. She may have said more than yes, but it was definitely yes. Right. So he goes and pays the tab that they had because they had like one drink. Right. And they shag ass. <laughs> and I was as giddy as one of those little mechanical monkeys banging the cymbals. Oh, man. So Rachel From finished- an underrated Chevy Chase movie. Uh, foul play? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 not foul play. The one where he goes to the summer home with the author, editor guy, and the African American um, oh, housekeeper. Uh, oh, Nell Carter. Uh, Modern Problems. Modern Problems. Yes, yeah. very underrated. Dabney Coleman. Yes, the great yes. Dabney Coleman. When he comes up with all, the, he's got that look of all the cocaine on his face yes. and his hair sticking Isn't up. Isn't Coleman like an author in that? Yeah, or, he's some, yeah. or maybe he's a publisher. Publisher. Yeah. Nell Carter's got the uh, the cornrow braids. Yeah. yeah Doing the, uh, Who was the lady in that one? Um, Is she the same? What else was she in? Curly-headed. I'm checking. Keith 80s Vampin. attractive. We need to do She's, a segment about that. 80s attractive. What was a What else? I'm trying to. I'm blanking on what else she's been in, but I can see her face. Um, Patty Darbinville. I would never have come up with that. I would not have either. Uh, let's see. But a looker. What else was she in? Nothing that we ever saw. Maybe I met Oh, her. she was in Real Genius. Okay. Okay. Great yeah. movie, too. Yep. All right. Anyway, so Rachel finishes up telling her story. The boys wrap up because they really can't top that. No. Because so she tells a, a story about, you know, doing... Uh, a mold of her pussy and stuff like that. So it's very, you know. Was Kingston still in the building when that story was being told? No, they were gone by that point. Because that would have caused the lady's head to blow up uh, all the scanners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they finish up, and I had not finished with my technical support yet. Right. So I go You're back. You're in a holding pattern. I'm in a holding pattern. I go back. We work on it a little bit more. When you sat down, did you tell her, move? No, I, you know, I was very, I did not mansplain, okay? That's, I was, that's impressive. I, I was on my best behavior, but also because I wasn't familiar with her work. Now, I did see a few pictures on her uh, laptop as she was moving files. I certainly got an impression <laughs> of her work. You had an idea about what type of line yes. of work she was in. But uh, I, I think I was the only person there that night that interacted with her that didn't ask for a picture because I'm like, by that time I'd already gotten the picture back from you that 
our friend had sent saying, yeah, Gus is already. But did you hand her an 8x10 glossy of you? I did. I said, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> anyway, but every, and she, I can't tell you, I mean, I would expect that she'd be nice because she is, you know, not only does she does the films, she does a lot of work uh, doing a feature dancer at strip clubs and things like that. So she's got to be very engaging right. to begin she's, with. She's in a service industry. She did uh, say that her dances when she's doing the feature, her lap dances, 100 bucks a pop. Okay. That that stacks up to a sizable amount of cash. Well, that seems pretty reasonable compared to the Throatzilla prices I heard oh. on that podcast she was saying 600 for her work what that was that was uh i was surprised that seems a bit steep not knowing what the uh the standard uh, menu prices are for that i'm not aware but that seemed that seems a little high a little sticker shock yeah yeah it's not like it was in the 70s now our friends came and got pictures with her of course and one prominent Texas history author was doing his best to impress her. How did that go? I don't, I mean, how do you think it went? I think that it was met with a lukewarm response. I, I wasn't up close and personal for that, but I looked up and he was over there plying his charms, if you will. <laughs> yes. Discussing the history of the avocado, perhaps. Yes, maybe how megafauna uh, mega saved the avocado. <laughs> Are you aware there was a land sloth? But as that landsloth was died off, it was primitive man that saved the avocado for us today. <laughs> now let's take a listen to an actual clip from the actual event, and you can hear how our friends on the Blowout Podcast Network also interpreted the situation. <laughs> Hey, that's Rachel Starr. And that's Rachel Starr. That's Rachel damn Starr. You, you don't wave, Gus. They're Pull not talking up. to you. Now we'll kneel at the throne. And that's Gustav creeping Rachel Starr the hell out. He knows nothing about whatever she's pointing at on that laptop. This ends in a divorce. Trust they don't, me. They don't One have way this computers is going. where he lives. <laughs> He's over there trying to run DOS. He's like, yeah. <laughs> now, he we lives out disc. past technology. <laughs> uh, C Phonograph, that's where it tops out. C colon backslash live cam. Ah. Now let's hear about the time that Heavy tackled the forces of nature. Anything else from your vacation? Uh, saw some dolphins, All which right. was odd. In like, like Jim Kick, we saw Zonka, Warfield, uh, Zonka. Cutler. Is Cutler still there? No, no, he's okay. retired. No, he went on a uh, went on a dolphin cruise, which is very odd on Lake Tawakini. Exactly. Yeah, saw a bunch of dolphins. It was pretty cool. The uh, did they fuck you? No, I didn't let them hem me up. Did you fuck them? <laughs> Well, so it was like, tell me more about this dolphin cruise. I mean, it was like Don Strock driving the boat, or what's the situation here? It was Don Shula's driving the boat. It was more of a dude that looked like he had a lot of fun in the 80s. <laughs> and 
since now, he's now, had a hard time finding a quote steady job. Yeah. So it was the it was the uh, Captain Ron action. Uh, what was the guy? Yeah, that's, what? that's what I was trying to think of. It's kind of a Captain. You sure Ron. it wasn't the uh, the other guy from Miami Vice, not uh, Don Johnson? No, but, it uh, wasn't that dude. Uh, what's that guy's name? I can't, I can't remember. Think. Philip Michael Thomas. Philip Michael Thomas. Yeah, it was more like a Philip Seymour Hoffman. Michael Thomas. It was more like a Captain Ron situation. He had lots of jokes. You know, oh, you're, I, those guys. Because you're, you're on a tour, oh. so you got to be clever. And did he I have was, a PA and everything, or was yeah, he just? Yeah, he's the PA, and, and I was sure. like, of course, I I'm sitting at the back of the boat, you know, smoking, and uh, Dipping. so I can like hang off the edge and spit stuff. off the side. So he spit in the, so he throw stuff in the dolphin's blowhole and uh. So I, you know, have a hard time. He was angry that day, my friends, but, like uh, an old man returning soup. He, he had some, he had some good little clever witticisms, and I thought, you know, I could do this when I get old. You know, <laughs> can you picture? Take, oh, I know exactly on what hat you can wear. Oh yeah, <laughs> that one you sent us, right? Yeah, this little captain hat. It'd be great, my little captain hat. Man, that was straight Gilligan's Island. That uh, hat. So let's it talk about how you lost all that shit in the ocean. All right. A little skinny dipping? No, no. Just out there doing your morning laps? <laughs> we, well, I was trying to reenact the opening credits of Magnum P.I. <laughs> with Mrs. Long- Longmire when she's... Yeah, yeah who, was, snow who was holding who? And, uh, well, no, we, we get out there in the, the first day we're at the beach. <laughs> First day we're at the beach, and my that, youngest one. The opening to Magnum P.I. is so glorious. So great. All of Magnum she, P.I. is glorious. Yeah. You know, she's wanting to, as long as she's, she's brave, as long as she's close to me. It's everything's cool. That's how know? we are. Right. And, uh, and the rip current's pretty, pretty stout, you know, so it's pushing you towards the jetties and stuff. So I keep walking <laughs> okay, the other way. Let's just, let's just hang on a second. Okay, chief. You don't have to get so fucking nautical on us with the rip current. Okay. The jetties. The jetties. Anyway, <laughs> before I know those terms until you went on this vacation, before Captain Ron said that, and now you're trying to shoehorn it in. Well, this is funny right here. I had had not noticed. He thought he was just going to slide rip current. No, let rip currents go. This, this, and then, this then the jetties, jetties came, and this, we couldn't. This was the inside joke. Of the vacation, which I hadn't realized, and my wife said, yeah, that's pretty much how they always are. I hadn't realized how many questions my kids ask me about things when we're out doing stuff that I always have answers for. Mm -hmm. Well, we're at the beach, and they're asking me stuff, and I'm like, I don't know. About the jetties? Just about, (laughs) what kind of shells this? Tell us more about the rip current, Daddy. What kind of shells this? What's this do? How come this is like this? How come th- I'm like I don't know. I don't know ocean stuff. And so the inside joke got to be I don't know ocean stuff. They're always joke. always asking me questions about stuff and and I don't know. The ocean's a fucking mystery to me. So is I that freezing get it? Did you ever wear the... ocean water? Huh? Did you ever wear <laughs> That was a great, huh? huh? Did you ever wear ocean water? No. Okay. No. More of a polo guy. Uh, I wore polo. Really? Everybody in junior high. Yeah. Polo or Halston. Obsession. Obsession was later on. Yeah. Though. Obsession well, wasn't my... big in middle school. Junior high. It was more was high school. Was it? Okay. I mean, well, it was there, uh, but it wasn't as prominent. Canoe, canoe. Well, canoe I, was, canoe. I was before the trends, though. Oh, yeah. You were breaking Dracar. trends. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Dracar was a big one. Never did wear Dracar. 
Obsession, Remember, Eternity was big. Yeah, I still like Eternity. That's it the, does. It does smell good. It smells good. Uh, the Women's Eternity, I think, smells really good. The one that I used to always like, I haven't smelled it in years, Mark. The one that I always liked back in the day, in like poison. in junior high, that I in, in early high school, I would get my girlfriends was that Liz Claiborne. Remember that came in like the different colored. Um, Triangle. My mom bottles. always wore Liz Claiborne exactly. stuff. That's hot. Exactly. That's yeah. hot. Okay. I remember when I had her as a teacher too. <laughs> <laughs> it's all starting to make sense for me. Uh, right. Now. Yeah. Exactly. It's all all tied the pieces together. are coming together. Yes. Son. But yeah, it was. Uh, I'm going, Daddy. So we're out in the ocean, and me and the youngest one. I keep going a little further out because you can walk a long ways out where we're at. Do you have your uh, shower shoes on? No, I'm barefoot, man. Okay. I'm feeling the nature. Oh, you're feeling it. Mm-hmm. And a huge, not a huge, but a big wave comes crashing over me. And What's the I, technical term for that? It's it's a wave. I don't know. I don't know ocean stuff. Oh, now. Now yeah. he doesn't yeah. know ocean and, stuff. Uh, We've sufficiently so neutered him on it, ocean, ocean terms. It, like, drowns. Not drowns, but it, you know... Sufficiently submerges my little one, so I grab a hold of her and I we come up out of the wave. And my fucking hat's gone, my cap. It was this that ugly, dirty ass? My cowboy's cap. Well, that you had a good you cowboy's had a nice cap. Nice bill on. Yes, yeah, right. nice gone. Little... Had been around since fucking the last got, which time. Which luckily, the day we got the night we got there, we had gone to buy groceries, and I bought one of those little uh, mm-hmm. bands that hooks onto your glasses and stuff. Your sunglasses, because it knocked my sunglasses off too, but it it caught on my neck like it's supposed to, and so those didn't wash off. Well, luckily I think ahead, so I had a spare cap in my trunk. Ah, yes. So it's my favorite Texas Rangers cap. Well, old school or no? It's not an old school. It's one. not a block T. So I get that, and it was stupid even thinking this, but I think okay, I'm going to tie my cap. Through the lanyard on my glasses. I see where this is going. Three hours later, I weighed, which I'm already bitching because I lost my favorite Cowboys cap. My wife's like, you shouldn't be wearing your prescription sunglasses out in the ocean anyway. It's like, well, they're not going to come off. we got a lanyard here. It's fine. Everything's good. They're fully lanyard. She's like, I don't think that's a good idea, Heavy. I was like, you take she care. she calling of, you Heavy now? You take care of not you. Not Mr. Longmire, as you've requested. I said, you take care of you, I'll take care of me. Famous last words. Did you really say that to her? Yeah. Three hours later, I come walking back up out of the ocean. No glasses, no ranger's <laughs> cap. No shorts. She's like, she just kind of looks at me shaking her head. As she I, often has. Yes. And I said. Don't I, even say it. I lost my cap and my glasses. She's like, you're a fucking idiot. I told you. I was like, I. I can hear her that tone. Too. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm. I, she's like, "What are you gonna do now?" I said, "Well, I'll get my regular." Gla- no, heavy. Do not worry. How will we get home if you lose your regular glasses? I said, "I, I said I'll go get some of those wraparound things." Gus told me about them. They're great. <laughs> I'll like strap them onto my head. There's no way they'll fall off. He's out there wearing a welder's helmet. Yeah. So. uh yeah, the Gulf of Mexico took my prescription glasses and my two favorite caps. Do you blame Mexicans? No, I think it's just 
that's a risk you have to take in life. Did you try to build a wall around your glasses? No, no. I did walk the beach every morning thinking they might wash up, but. Were you holding one of those big Michael Douglas phones? <laughs> just, I was holding just a candle, just a single candle. <laughs> you had used a flint rock to light earlier that morning? Right. One of my favorite parts of 2018 was the time I got to sit down with two of my favorite ladies in the world, Lucy and Fake Bailey J, and we had a tremendous, fun-filled night. There's two episodes. I highly encourage you to go listen to those in their entirety. But here is my favorite part when I tell the story of how Fake Bailey J made me go deaf in one ear during a vicious mud wrestling match. All right, I've never told the story on air about how I went deaf in one ear <laughs> because I've wanted to have you on to tell the story with me about how I went deaf in one ear. You probably have much better details than I I'm do. I'm sure I do, but I just want to have you giggling about it. Okay, that, okay. Yeah. So you used to have some kick-ass parties. I like to think that. Now, to be fair, they weren't all kick-ass because sometimes... You would have a group, an amalgamation of people yeah. that didn't always lend itself to kick-assery. Now, I'm not knocking you, I'm not knocking you, okay? Well, they wouldn't find the same humor in things that we Right. Make. Now, I used to live a hard, fast rule of compartmentalization of everyone in my life. Hmm. Okay? That's why my family never met people, and this group of friends over here never met people, and this group of friends here never met people. Uh-huh. And it wasn't until like Facebook and Mrs. Gustav came along, probably it's the first piece I of it. I could see that, yeah. Where you started to, the lines got blurred. Because I like to have everybody, like even amongst my longtime friends, like I would do stuff with Heavy. Uh-huh. But then I would do stuff with like the general's friend and they would never cross. Huh. So I like to force people together. So to... I don't like that. Well. All right. But at your parties, you would have family. <laughs> yeah. You would have coworkers. Yeah. And then you would have everybody mixed in from whatever other that you dragged in, all these strays. A lot of them just started bringing people that... Yes. So that kind of made yeah. more randomness. Over years, you got yeah. this whole... And there would be clicks. Yeah. You know, that was definitely obvious uh, at times. But... <laughs> There were sometimes, you know, there were people that were very into, uh. <laughs> you can't cut this out. She recently died. Okay, I'll cut all oh, that no. out. Damn, Barry. Way trap. to go. God. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to bleep all that and keep this reaction. Oh, Man, boy. you just bear trapped me. Yikes. God. <laughs> Gus just lost a foot. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> well. I'm I'm going through. I don't care. It's it's a unique uh gathering of folks. Yes. Anyway, they didn't always care for me. <laughs> some of them. I don't know why. Some of them loved me. Yeah. But some did not care for my style. <laughs> anyway, but oh. one year y'all decided to have a mud wrestling party. Indeed. Mainly because I didn't want to make that much jello. Yeah. Well, mud seemed easier. Mud seemed easier. Yeah. So they got. Like 110 pounds of spa-grade mud. I, too much. I don't remember. It was that a was lot. Fancy. It was a lot. And, and you know, a big blow-up pool. And they had a big right. blow-up right. oh, pool. About probably this, like, I've seen pictures. It was about this size. Right. Yeah, it was about this yeah. size. All right. Or this table. 
So it was good for your skin. Right, if right. nothing else. Well, Mrs. Gustav yes. and I got there. The party was already going when we got here. We got okay. here a little late. And apparently what few men had been there that were going to wrestle, they'd already been in there and given up. Yeah, most of them were not fun party players. No, but oh. here comes the Monteblancs. <laughs> yes. Now, I was down for it from the get-go. So I jumped straight in. Mm-hmm. And I start to turn into the Andy Kaufman of mud wrestling. <laughs> what What were you wearing? Did you strip down? I had on, I brought a swimsuit. Right on, yeah. Because right. I had planned to mud wrestle. Okay. okay, good. Like I had asked people to Thank do. Thank you very much. Okay, so yeah. Now, right. Mrs. Monteblanc had not planned to mud wrestle. Oh, okay. So she didn't bring a suit. Well, we sucked her in then. Y'all got her in. That's okay. later in the story. All right. So I start one on one wrestling some women that I had never even met. Didn't matter. Now, the idea of mustard wrestling that I had was from Stripes <laughs> with John Candy. In theory, I think it comes across as a better idea, and in movies. Yeah, I think it's great in movies. Yeah. <clears throat> in real life, it is not erotic. There weren't any rules. There weren't any well, but wins. Just, yeah, but, I mean, in my mind, going back to Stripes, and I realize Stripes didn't really end this way in the mud wrestling, but... You think it's you think it's going to be hot. There you go. Like yep. I'm going to be wrestling a bunch of women. But it's mud. Yeah. It's mud and they're trying to fucking kill me. Right. Yeah. So right. It's, and I'm I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Now at the time I was in really good shape. Mhm. And I'm really trying not to <laughs> power slam anybody although one friend of ours still bitches cuz I think I accidentally threw her out of the the <laughs> like just look, it's part of the game. So I'm doing one-on-ones, and I'm victorious. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they start to do two-on-ones. Again, this is not erotic at all. <laughs> no, I, uh, in real life, no. Yeah, grab his leg, right? That sort of thing. I think it ends up being four or five-on-one. Yeah, he's still not erotic, and I'm still mm-hmm. I'm dominating. He's standing still, which in slippery mud, no less. That's that's pretty oh, good. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. And there there's some pictures like where I'm kind of. I might have been portraying it as erotic. <laughs> I think there's one where I have my back arched and I'm rubbing my nipples. You know, whoop, whoop. He might have been the only one in the mud at that point, though. No, I was on top of somebody, if I remember <laughs> right. Oh, God. Maybe you. <laughs> now, as good-natured as you are, you'd had a few drinks that night. Well. And I think you were getting a little frustrated with the ass-kicking I was giving. Could have been. He, he wouldn't go down. I couldn't get him to fall. So she slaps me in the ear. <gasps> Did I? Yes. I do not recall that. No. Hard. <gasps> what? Well, that's awful. And then that shoots. And I, I've had ear trouble as a child. <laughs> Multiple operations. Way to go, tubes, fake Bailey J. And that shoots muddy water through <laughs> a perforation in my eardrum. Into his brain. <laughs> okay. But I do not recall that at all. I defeat the five women. He well, defeats them still, nonetheless. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going down over that. <laughs> well, Mrs. Gustav rises up to the challenge, strips down to her underwear, mm-hmm. bra, comes in, grabs me by the balls, ah. tickles me. Oh, okay. Also, maybe at the same time, not pleasurable. No, no, no. She's in it to win it. And she's in it to win it, and she defeats me. Yeah. All right. So I go... <laughs> Get cleaned up. My ears bother me a little bit, but we're still having a good time. We finish the party. We go home. The next morning, we're taking a family vacation down to the coast. Oh, dear. I'm driving the family 
and we're going to go. Oh, no, it's not the next one. It's two days away. Okay. Two okay. days. Well, I wake up. My ear's hurting like fuck. It's hot. It's got the hot ear. I can't hear out of the ear. I have to go to urgent care. It's a Sunday. That poor half-assed doctor was didn't know what to do. Did you tell him the reason? Yeah, I told him the real story. I was mud wrestling in a pool, sir. With five females. I don't even remember what they give, you know, so they do for me. They, they really didn't do much for me. I spend the next five days down at the coast miserable. I can't hear anything out of my right ear. You're spinning in circles. You got vertigo. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting worried. Because I can't hear out of my right ear at all. Might lose the ear. <laughs> Might lose hearing. Um, I go back. With the vacation's less than fun. Well, yelling uh, at the kids. I'm sure that I was... I, Mrs. Gustav was understanding, but still probably not happy with me. <laughs> you idiot. I just stay your ass in the room. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Dad's just, mad because he can't hear. Yeah, I know. What an asshole. <laughs> So get back to the 903. I make an appointment with my childhood ENT that has worked on me for all these years ago, but I haven't seen him in about 20 years. 87. I was totally up on mud ear. I was surprised that he was still practicing. I can't believe he is either. Because I thought he was much older when I was young, but you know how that... He was 80-something then. No, he was probably like 30. I thought he was you know, 60 then. (laughs) Didn't have his mustache anymore. I was disappointed in that. Probably came in red, so he didn't want it. Exactly. Well, I tell him exactly what happens. He can't believe it. He cannot. So I pull up Facebook where you had posted hundreds of pictures that night, Mm -hmm. and I showed him. There you go. Indeed, it's mud. Here's Here the exact is. moment it happened. He showed his nurse. Oh. He's just shaking his head, and uh, it eventually cleared. I can't scuba dive now. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry to hear that. Still got that perforation. It would be uh, probably more dangerous to actually operate on it. I might lose the hearing then, so they're just going to let that be. How does snorkeling treat you now? I can't dive when I snorkel. I can just stay on top looking down, just kind of floating. Might as well have water wings on. Uh, I'm not going to say that you made it that way. I'm not putting that on you, but it certainly didn't help. God. Do you yeah, think that, that when 87-year-old doctor looked at 7-year-old Gustav, <laughs> right. that one day he would come back in and have mud ear? <laughs> he might have. From getting slapped he in the side of the head. Like, you know slapped in the side of the head by a lesbian <laughs> right. at a mud wrestling party. Mm-hmm. In a pool. Spa-grade ha- mud, though. Exactly. I am, I am impressed with that, seriously. Well, nobody wants that. No, it was nice mud. Manure. I mean, manure. I've been in a lot of mud. I'm not. impressive. So. I've been in some nasty mud. Yeah, well, it's still mud in your ear hole. So. <laughs> Here's yep. the mud in your ear hole. Mud in your ear hole is the name of this episode. <laughs> That's true. And I'll, I'll dig out one of those pictures and blur out my black yeah. bar on my face. You send me pictures of that. That's a good yeah. That's a good. It. It's yeah. pretty funny. It, I, w- I would do it again in a heartbeat. You looked victorious. I yeah. was victorious. I may be a little happy to know that I did cause it maybe maybe oh, you, had it coming there's no you there's no maybe you did cause it okay? well, he's like you had the shit coming <laughs> right. you were so. on my back and you just slapped 
When you side the head, right on the ear. Cause you were, oh, I probably thought it was your butt or something. You, you yeah. were really trying. I yeah, mean, you I, was. Were I was pulling hard on You were serious. Legs. There were some girls that were just kinda, but you mm. were serious. I mean, you didn't Look, grab me by the balls. Well, like, I would have let you. I fought fair. I'd let you grab yeah, me by yeah, the balls yeah. right well, now if you want to. Well, you I'm know. okay with that. We're I'm friends. I'm holding out for Ty. Well, you should. <laughs> I don't know what his, what his balls are like, but. <laughs> Whatever. Not yet. <laughs> Day ain't over. He's Not trying. Yet. He's trying. Not yet. He's but a yeah. handsome man. <laughs> He's so handsome. Now let's listen to the time that I told Heavy and Ty that I had recently taken a ride on an electric scooter. Living in a city sucks. Mm, yeah. Because it's like a mile or two, even when you're in a nice neighborhood, because we were around Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well. Um, mm. We were right next to Georgetown Medical Center there. It was like a mile to a Safeway. Now, there was a Trader Joe. That's a, not really a super nice neighborhood either. Oh, no, it is now. It is now? Yeah. It's real nice now. Like, we were we were sandwiched between George Washington um, University Medical Center, and Watergate. Okay. Like, the CVS that I kept walking across to was in the bottom of the Watergate. Anyway. It's been a long time since I've been out there, but I, when I went, it was well rough over there. The last time I went, it wasn't too bad, but the first time we went was during the crack epidemic in 89, and it was awful. It was rough. Yeah. That's closer to when I was there. It was, it like was horrible. It was like night and day from what it was like yeah. back then. And there's still a few homeless and stuff, but nothing like it was back when we were. But super cold on Thanksgiving. We decided to go to the Safeway because Whole Foods. Get you some arugula? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, it's not. They aren't selling SpaghettiOs right. and Stouffer's lasagna, yeah. at the, which is what my kids live on. Which all is the Chef Boyardee on? So we start walking, and it wasn't close to a subway line where this one was at. And it is fucking cold as hell. But Mrs. Gustav sees scooters. Oh, please tell me you rode a scooter. And I'm objecting. Oh, I was thinking of some store called Scooters. No, You're talking about the, the rental the, scooters? The rental scooters. Okay. I want to go to a store <laughs> called Scooters. I'm like, this must be some chain I'm not familiar with. I don't know, you know. So I, I don't travel out of the South much. You know, I'm... Psh, scooters. No, you know. And she has... <laughs> What are the weekly specials over at Scooters? <laughs> so she's like, I want to ride the scooter. I'm like, you really want to? Yes, I want to. And I'm like getting her a little bit riled up because I'm bad-mouthing the scooters. Mm-hmm. Are these electric? These are electric scooters. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Please tell me you did this. <laughs> we fucking got scooters. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the only way this would be better is if it was Segways. Oh. <laughs> Can you just see walking by? It goes me like, fucking son, boy, you got me on the son of a bitch. So we get on the scooters. Uh, <laughs> Y'all are rolling through the air like the fucking Griswolds on scooters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, which 
Hunter's video. Please, God. Let there be some surveillance videos somewhere. And it's like 30 degrees out. that Gus on a scooter? (laughs) And I didn't bring my gloves. And my hands, and she did, because, you know, I could just, if we were walking, I could just put my hands in my pockets. Can't do that on a scooter. Can't do that on a scooter. Fucking cold as hell. I'm driving around here, gritting my teeth, driving fucking scooter. You just see one of those hats, like. They were wearing on uh, spies like us and big old Russian right. hats. So we get to the Safeway, and it is like the tiniest Safeway I've ever seen. Our Safeway in our hometown when we were kids looked like a fucking Walmart Supercenter compared to this place. Oh, man. <clears throat> but like a bodega. Almost. But we get we load up. We party. And we brought a, an internal frame pack, basically, to load up this. So I got about... 70 pounds of geek oh, of food mm. on my back. Well, you're rolling at about two mile an hour on that thing. Well, maxed out. It's okay. I'm, I'm doing all right. And then we go down the side street and I hit a fucking pothole and I thought I was going <laughs> to, oh, no. cause there was a, a, like an Uber waiting to pick somebody up. So I go around him and I didn't see, and it was like, it wasn't like a deep one. It was just a wide one. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to go over the fucking handlebars. Cans just go flying. 70 pounds worth of canned goods on his back. And Mrs. Gustav, she's just zipping along. She's having the best time in the world. And she's way ahead of me. And I'm like <laughs> easing up to red lights and stuff. Because you're supposed to be driving in the fucking road. This is such, right. a, this is such a chips moment. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get hit. Were y'all doing hand signals <sighs> when you turned? No, we weren't. We weren't. No. Nah. <laughs> I was too busy oh, holding on for dear life. Lord. Fasten on the scooter, you put the hand down with right. the two. <laughs> so we get back, you know. Uh, later on, she went out on her own and just, you know, zipped around town on the scooter having the best time again. But uh, Well, she was just holly go lightly yeah, she, on this She was trip. enjoying that. I might like, fuck that. You can get a scooter. I'm not going to get a scooter. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah, but no, there's no photographic evidence unless oh there's some gosh. red light cameras. Y'all the can... fact that you rode a scooter makes this whole trip worth it. I knew yes. y'all would enjoy it. And believe me, while it was happening... I would have funded this whole trip if I would have known that was <laughs> I was thinking this is going to be what your favorite part is. This episode uh, is Gus on a scooter. Yeah. So, like I said, they didn't leave the, the hotel Thursday or Friday. One of the most uncoordinated... Clumsy people I know on a scooter. Yeah, no, believe me, this is, this is all going through my head. Yeah. With, yeah. The grocery, with 60 <laughs> right. pounds of groceries. Yeah, no, it was, I definitely was. Well, I like I, to picture you in like some 1930 goggles too. <laughs> aviator helmet. <laughs> <laughs> the scarf wrapping in the wind. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was not my favorite moment of the trip. I can't believe you made me do this. But it. it it was faster than walking in the freezing cold. Um, Probably getting a nice brisk airflow on that scooter. Yeah, my hands were. Yeah, it, they were fucking. Didn't have frozen. gloves. Safeway probably did. I couldn't find any. No. Yeah. You got. <laughs> you got dish gloves. These <laughs> <laughs> lots to do. Despite having done this podcast for almost three years now, we still can't help ourselves, and that results in me having to do an awful lot of bleeping my apologies to all our fans and to one ray landfill sorry buddy if you want to weigh in on what's your choice for the hypothetical 
that your choices are. Or what you would most like to see Gustav do. Yeah, or what you would most like to see Gustav do. That's even better. So tweet us or email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com or come up with your own hypothetical. Probably, you could probably come up with a better one or better options in a matter of minutes. You know, there's one Ray Ranfield that got famous for hypotheticals. Yeah, he's... Although I thought this was a good one. He's the hypotheticals. He is. You mean he likes well, hypothetically? Not course. No, no, no. You just know, he just liked him to keep right. It's just for, for you know. We probably better edit that out. <laughs> we just called Ray quasi. Probably better lose that. Yeah, we'll fix that. <laughs> Plus, we don't want to. I don't think we've ever had any. We, we wouldn't after that. We're not gonna. We're not gonna be big. And about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is all. We're That's taking this all, all going out. out. Yeah. All right. When we got an email from a listener telling us about how he mutilated himself in order to impress a girl, we were infatuated, fascinated, intrigued. Our curiosity was piqued, so we loaded up in Heavy's wife's Chrysler 300 and headed west to meet Bo in Santa Fe. If you'd like to listen to the entire saga, check out our road trip episodes. And it was hard to pick just one section, so I took a extra strength dose of Bo, and here it is. Enjoy. This okay. is this is wild card. It episode. is it is two o'clock in the morning now. We have been rained on. We have watched a giant fifty foot pagan effigy be burned as people dance around with torches in the said rain. We've been to We've been to it. At least one fake whorehouse. Yeah. We've but, seen people dancing in a room full of weird hand chairs. We, yeah. We've, we've, we've wandered the streets. We've had an eventful night. But now we're going wild card. It's west of the Rockies, coast to coast, old school, Art Bell. What you got for us, Bo? Well, let's, let's, let's not... All depend on me. No, no, but I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, if you want the ball, Heavy just lit a cigarette off a pilot light. What's up? Heavy. <laughs> heavy. I had to take a leak. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I've got the introductions. We won't do the Twitter. You know how to find us. Can you hear me pod at gmail.com. Just look up our names on Twitter. I'm Gustav. You're Heavy. And this is Bo. I'm Bo in Santa Fe. Do you it's, have something uh, to ash that? No, we got we got an empty John. we got an empty pint glass right there. We're to bleep that out. But. No, 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 we're good. No, uh, the Johnny. Have to bleep out. Right. All right. We, we had an amazing night, and we're going to talk about all that Zazobra stuff when it's not two o'clock. We're doing night. a wild card. Right? Oh, okay. Wild card. Well, and you lay know, it up then. Well, let me tell you, at this point. I just need to explain to the crowd 
that what I did way back when I had the date with Christina was not a Prince Albert. Okay, so this is going back to your email about how you went and got a piercing to try and impress a girl that you worked with before she was coming over that night. She had asked for a couple of days if I was going to do something special for her. And I said, you know, over the course of the the, the eight, ten months we knew each other, I asked her out every night that we worked together. And she always had a boyfriend. And I walked into work four o'clock one day. It was a bar. I am currently now the owner of a bar. So I was in my early stages as a bartender. Of your bartum. I, op- I was a 21-year-old bartender. And I walked in and I asked this girl out and she was gorgeous. She was, and you know, regardless of what Jake says, she was from North Richland Hills and I, I can tell you all, she was a beautiful lady. She might've been the only beautiful lady from North Richland Hills, (laughs) but I can guarantee you she was, she was, she was my crush. I... I was in love with her for years and years and years and years. Like, I worked there for three years. This girl was my fancy, but she had a boyfriend the entire time I was there. So long story short. Well, that's a serious crush for you to undertake what you uh, ended up doing. Listen, listen. If you got a three-year crush, some some guy from Northridge and Hills dumps her. The day he dumps her, I walk into work and I'm saying, hey, uh, uh, you, you single yet? Can I take you out on a date? And then obviously she looks like I kicked her dog. And uh, one thing led to another. She calls me two, three, two, three weeks later. And I'm on the phone with her and I'm trying to run pretty mid-range game here like you know we're not expert level <laughs> this and, is, can i interject for a second yeah. so let me interject for a second this is the most unbelievable recording studio we've ever had okay so we are at the san francisco street Bar and Grill in Santa Fe. And it is closed. And it is closed. And Bo, the owner, proprietor of this establishment. Is a generous man. Is a generous man. And he's like, when we walked in after the city event that we went to, it's like, bars open, you know, just got to help yourself. Yeah, they got drafts and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's really just, cool. Heavy just walked back two fist and this is logger a local. It's like a nine oh like a nine oh three wet dream is what it is. We've got heavy bartending tonight and it he only 
he only poured himself two lagers, but not 15 minutes ago, I had him make me a John Daly, which around here it's an Arnold Palmer with uh, vodka because, you know, you add a little vodka to uh, iced tea and lemonade and you just get a John Daly. And he poured the exact amount of vodka, which was half of a pint glass. And then he filled the rest up with iced tea and lemonade. And uh, I couldn't have been happier with my my, my selection as uh, Heavy's first drink. Since you're going to be out of town tomorrow, do you want no. me to run the bar for you? No. Well, <laughs> as I sip that... I'm going to cough and, and just politely <laughs> say no. I may I'll have, mix them a little strong. I, have, I may have underestimated my <laughs> kind words. <laughs> that may have been 90% fucking vodka. Well, I, you, I, I tend to mix a little strong. If I remember, you told him, well, anyway. I told him how to do it. You said half and half. half well, yeah, yeah. You know what? Well, that's you, what I did. I if, thought. If I'm you, not sure his measurements a half or exactly. I'll tell you what. I'll drink it. You say it's kind of like spraying for bugs. It says <laughs> it says half. You do three quarters. Hey, you know what? Getting me drunk and spraying for bugs are just about. <laughs> as long as it's, the job gets done, I don't give a shit how it's done. All right, so. Heavy is, like, I said, like he said, this is a wet dream for him, being able to just go behind a bar and do whatever the fuck he wants. He's definitely he's definitely having he's fun. Fault him. He's never going to be the same after this. Well, unless he comes We're back. We're recording here from now on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, uh, I can support that. Okay. It's not going to happen. Right. But, sure. Okay. So, you have got the fish on the line. This young lady, I'm about 22 years old. And for those fans out there that have never met me and may never, ever meet me, I'm a large man, which... Well, a large man in the sense of former... uh, Football player. Football player. Offensive line. I was an offensive lineman. I like to think of myself College in, the, ball. in the class of, of a Mark Schlereth, you know, kind of a, a dashing large man. I think of you more of a more of a Mark Stepnoski. Oh, yeah, even even better. Or, all technique, no real size involved, but the smaller the smaller offensive the lineman. The smaller large man, but definitely not your typical suave, you know, uh, ladies man. You're no Nate Newton. No, I'm not Nate Newton. You know Larry Allen, and I'm also no Ty Webb. <laughs> well, no, none of us are. That's well, you true. know, you can't be. You can't wake up and roll over and be Ty Webb. But I was a, you know, not, the problem here. And I'm gonna tell you this, and 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 everyone that's out there. Is going to realize that I'm telling I'm telling the truth here, but large men are kind of intimidating to go home with when you're when you're 
real pretty young lady. That's been my experience. Well, <laughs> you were only laying down, Gus. Nobody saw you being large when you were standing. No, I, I'm in as being being a lady uh, going home. Uh, wait a second, uh, I got confused there. I'm sorry. I, I reversed right. my jokes. Okay. So, but yeah, it, it is kind of intimidating for a, a pretty young lady to go home with a real big offensive lineman type guy. So I'd spent the better part of a summer hitting on this old lady, and she was she was. There's pictures out there of her. How old was she? She was 23. And you were how old? 22. Okay. So you're at the same, same age. And I'm telling much. you what, and I'll put money on this. You said there were pictures of her out there? I got pictures of her. I have a photograph of her and I together. Okay. But she's she's worth it. She's hot. And okay. she's and She's sexy. And she booful. She, she fine. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, this wasn't like this wasn't no just a random just matinee idol. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. But I end up getting her to call me on the telephone, and you know, we're, we, I don't know, it's 2003. I had just got my uh, first cell phone. I don't know that one you play Snake on. Sure, the Nokia. The Nokia. Yeah. Brick phone. Yeah, it was a brick phone. There wasn't any sort of, you know, uh, photographic. No, uh, no camera. Ca- you know, there wasn't, especially not at that age. But so she was telling me something, something, something. And I said, well, maybe you should come down to Louisville and, you know, maybe you have a good time. And I said, maybe you see something you've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> and she. Clearly not believing a word I had to offer, said, like what? And I said, well, I don't know. What hadn't you seen before? And she said, I don't know. I've seen all kinds of shit. So I said, you ever seen a, you ever seen a cock ring? And she said, I have certainly not seen a cock ring. And when you say cock ring, you're not talking about a ring that goes around your cock. You're talking no. about... Hardware piercing. installed via piercing. Yeah. I was I was thinking I was thinking the uh, steel rod through the old tip of Captain Wanky. But but now hear me out now. God, I was no. bluffing. Right, right. But she said right away, without hesitation and without delay, I'll be there at seven. Oh. And now we're talking like this is like a 11 30, 12 30 p.m. phone call. 11 30 a.m., 12 30 p.m. I mean, we're, I'm hitting on her during the day. Like, like I'm early. rolling out of bed. Yeah, thinking about her. Thinking about how hot she is and how, you know, I got so much tea going on. <laughs> I got tea coming out of my ears. You know, I, I have thought. I've spent most of my life thinking with my dick, and I am and never been at this level of tea. Of tea. <laughs> All right. All right. Listen. Now, I'm not here to defend my decision. No, but I'm just saying this is. I mean, I know how much my dick rules my life, and I can't even comprehend 
where we're going with this. Fantastic story, though. It's it, a fantastic well, story. It, it is a fantastic, and, and, and you know my current. You met Alex. She's awesome. She. We um, all love Tits McGee. Yeah, Tits McGee. She's fucking. She. Uh, well, she's just the benefit of the repercussions of my decisions <laughs> as a twenty-two-year-old. <laughs> reaping, reaping. Is, is that the only way you've kept her? Well, listen. There's one thing you can do with a hole in the dip of your dick. Is <laughs> you can either keep it or you, or you can fucking yank it out. You just own it. Yeah, if you yank it out, then it's just a hole. <coughs> At this point, we're just we're pot committed. So, But we do have to clarify how all this happened and where exactly it is. Because okay. we're not dealing with a Danny Bayless... Prince Albert. All right. So first off, the 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 Can You Hear Me core group, we have no experience with genital piercing. All right. So when we got your email, yeah, uh, we were we were like, whoa. I mean, you know, you can go back and listen to it. it it's a it's one of my favorite episodes because yeah, our reaction is it's a great email. Our reaction, I think, is genuine and. Astonished. And your comments are like when the guy tells you that, you know. Well, hold on. He's All right. So anyway, so but we interpreted in our limited knowledge of the world of yeah. sticking needles in your dick. There are several spots you can pick. <laughs> and come to find out there is one that you can do. That is not only not life-altering, pissing out three holes <laughs> kind of commitment. And you know what that is. And it's called a fernum. Fernum? Or a freedom. But I'm not, don't mean, we're not going to have a, a, a spelling contest now because I. I believe a, it's freedom. Freedom. There I it is. I believe that's what it is. This guy. Of course, Gus knows. Of course, Gus knows. He's never had any piercing history. <laughs> well, he's researched. He it, knows exactly what the fuck's I've going on. I've been doing on. a lot of online research. <laughs> so, in, there's not a lot of women in the pictures. In the interest <laughs> of, of, of this party, must have gotten started <laughs> earlier. The girl hadn't got there yet. Yeah, so <laughs> Gus knows exactly what I'm talking about, but. Uh, I, I I went in with the full knowledge that I had that option, and I, actually, I think it's frenulum. Fren- well, we're, I, anyway, I, so, so you knew your options when you went in there. I went in there knowing. I, okay, so here's what happened. I, I I hung up the phone. I have my ears pierced. I have two piercings in each ear. You boys can see those clearly. It's yeah, I, I can verify. I have, are... I had, I well, I have a scar here on my forehead. Do you have an eyebrow piercing? I had my fucking eyebrow pierced. My grandfather is turning over in his grave right now, and he is pissed because I'm even mentioning it. Uh, I took it out as soon as he saw my face when I was a 20 year old sophomore in college. And, uh, um, unfortunately, the scar remains, but uh, when you do uh, a bit and you're an offensive lineman, 
I grew out a goatee. I Offensive ears. linemen have bits. Dude, it was. I mean, I mean, that, I we mean, dyed our hair. It was offensive. Awful. As far, I mean, and this is even. I never played college ball, but even as just speaking as just from high school, and I mean, offensive linemen have bits because they're that's their celebration, and they're just they embrace the weird, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it. They're 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 a different breed. You are of, at that point just not. You're almost not human. You're 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 kind of just meat. Just you want doing stuff. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah. This is this is off air content on air. All right. <laughs> When I was a freshman in college, I played at a, I played at a, I mean, we're talking the lowest rung of college football you can play. But I was a freshman. I started on the offensive line as a freshman. So I had to go on the road trips. And that meant there was a 17, 18 year old kid with possibly 24-year-old seniors. We had a senior guy, and we'll just call him Mo. And uh, we were out one night in uh, Sol Ross. Oh, fuck. You know where Sol Ross is? Alpine. Alpine, Texas. We We were at a motel in Sol Ross, and he started having... Sexual relations with the output jet of a public hot tub. Oh, I've seen a woman do that at the uh, this courtyard guy, in Pasadena. We're going to call him Mo. And his name is not Mo, but everyone who would possibly ever hear this podcast will know who he was. There's only four people in the hot tub. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what. There's me, Mo, and two other people, and nobody's going to really jump to conclusions here, but I witnessed a grown 24-year-old man make love to a hot tub jet until he finished. Did Both. he stay because in the water? He was a center. He was an offensive lineman. The, the, that's off. The, that's offensive lineman. Offensive they're lineman. Di- they're different. They'll make love to a hot tub on you, and, and all they won't kinds be of shit. ashamed. And yeah, hell, not, I could probably not tell just, you his real name. Not just hot tubs. Oh well, shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's worse than that? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. So but. you you had gone you you in your life as an offensive lineman who didn't fuck pot, uh, hot no, tubs. No, 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 no. Just you, I would just learn from the best. You guys. had gotten eyebrow piercings. Your yeah, uh, yeah. ears. So I I had been to a piercing shop or two. So I knew that if I had promised this young fetching lass, and her name was Christina, and. There will be a point where where I find the actual print picture of her, and I will share it with my "Can You Hear Me" pod friends, and 
How she better be smoking hot. Well, man, well, hindsight's twenty twenty, heavy. We're gonna we're we're at this point. We're just gonna accept it. It's just filling in the. the <laughs> She, in the picture. She, she had, she had, oh, she was all right at this point. Because <laughs> never, never underestimate proximity factor yes. in our attraction. Well, trust me. Uh, at this point, it was it was a two two year crush. Yeah, so you're set. But yeah, so at I, this point, it was like I was a I was committed to doing the bit. I I, I drove out. I, I was lived in I lived in Flower Mound at the time. Me and me and a couple of hood rat buddies of mine we had all got together rented a five bedroom house in flower mound five bedroom between the four of us we pissed off the homeowners association for a good four years i didn't rake a leaf for the entirety of my my stay in flower mound and i'll tell you what i got so many fucking letters and I told them it was fucking frost cover. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're just we're saving frost cover because we don't want to ruin the lawn for the winter. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was awful. But and I apologize if you are currently listening, neighbors. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we don't have a, a big showing in uh, flower mound, so you're probably well, safe. As, uh, other than that. Uh, so, so you roll into the uh, piercing place. We drive out to 360 Blues and Tattoos, which is about an hour away. 45 minutes, you know, depending on how fast you drive. We're getting out. And we're talking about I'm hanging up the phone at 1 p.m. I'm at the tattoo parlor at 2. Oh. And, you know, I, 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 I walk in, and when you go to a tattoo parlor midday, Everyone there is there for business. There's, they're not there for drunk. Uh, what, what do you want? What can I do for you? It, it's like there's a, there's a, it's a to B. You walk in, I got this, I want this. And then there's no discussion. Right. I told the guy, I said, hey, I want my dick, I want my dick pierced. <laughs> And he looked at me and he said, yes, sir, except right this way. And then so we went to the back. I mean, it was a two-second walk. He lays me down on this chair and he's like, you want the Prince Albert or you want the Freenum or the Fernum or the... Right, or Frenulum. Frenulum. What, okay, what's the Prince Albert? The Prince Albert's right through the dick hole and right through where you pee out of. Okay. So if you were to yank out the pole... The, the, the steel bar through the tip, you'd have pee coming out of three holes. All right. A friend of, a, a, a friend of mine. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. A f- guy that I grew up with, his brother, he went in the Navy. Is his name Brad? He got a piercing. <laughs> and after a while, he got tired of the piercing. Pulled it out, took a piss, pissed in his face. <laughs> well, so I, I so yeah, I mean, so I'm guessing that's a Prince Albert. That, very similar, yeah, yeah. Uh, that might be a. a there's a. You can do a curved piece of metal. He, he he got the piercing in the Philippines. 
Well, the Navy. I mean, for it to, for it to piss in his face, that would have had to go through the top of the head. And I think the Prince yeah. Albert usually goes through the the bottom of the urethral opening. Yeah. He said when he, he, he got tired of it because he was scared it was going to get infected and that kind of shit, and so he took it out after... It's like, I don't know dick piercings, but I mean, okay, whatever. There, there and, uh, are there are several, so, and most, and some do uh, involve pee, which he, he, is he, unfortunate. His his problem was, and he still has it, and he's out of the navy, <laughs> and so the dudes are just like way less enthused about it, or and and. <laughs> And so he's uh he still lives in California and uh but he, he, he took it out but he was pissing out of more holes than he should. Yeah. So, so he it was only two though? So it had to have been a curved deal through the tip. Yeah, something at the top. So he yeah. ended up had getting it put weird. back in because he he's like this this isn't right. This is boy from the nine oh three that <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I, I feel like we're cousins at this point. Right. Well, well so anyway, you don't anyway, go ahead. Face. You don't piss in your face. No, well, that's true. So we 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 get me and this guy who's he's a very he's a, he's a man of size. He's he's a as as uh, uh several tattoo, tattoo and piercing experts are. Yeah, they're he was a he was a larger man, and you know what? I, I've always heard if you go to uh, an, a tattoo or piercing establishment during the daylight hours, that's when you're going to find the most competent and most attention to detail employees, because no one really wants to get your dick pierced at two in the afternoon. So uh, they have the you know the boss guy is always there. Anyway, he. He goes through the whole rigmarole and tells me, do you want the Prince Albert, uh, which was um, a, a steel bar through the tip of the mushroom, we'll say, and the pea tube, the urethra, out the other side, connected on either side with uh, secured metal balls. Jesus or Christ. If you are looking down upon it and you were to raise it straight up, there's a slight piece just underneath the pee tube that is sensitive to the touch, but not also not affecting any of your possible, you know urethra activities. Jesus Christ. And that's called the freedom yeah. or the freedom. We'll, we'll fact check herself on that one. Listen, yeah. Yeah. Gus will tell you. On a, he knows all about penises. He's going to do a city of Gustavo. Like I said, it's uh, <laughs> a city of Gustavo about Gustav, the mushroom tip. Gus knows all about penises. Anyway, long story short, you, you, can, get it, you can get it shot through that part. Jesus Christ. Christ. You can also I'd rather be shot in the fucking head. I tell you what. I tell you what. You guys are sitting here and you both are laughing and it's Oh, it, and I, I'm not laughing. I'm cringing. Honestly? 
Honestly, I think he's touching himself. Actually, yeah. Well, you know, well, that well, we'll we'll get to that later. I my eyebrow piercing hurt more. Really, dick. Hundred percent. Dick and belly button is like two. My of my most sensitive. No, it's like my don't the fucking dick, dick piercing. Don't touch them. He went. You're like it was fucking, it was wham bam. Uh, thank you, ma'am. And it was over, and it didn't hurt. It didn't. It did not hurt. It did not hurt one bit. The guy who pierced my eyebrow when I was a, a sophomore in college, and I was an idiot. He, I had to take my eyebrow piercing out every day for football practice because I'm a dumbass. I would literally put a filler in so I could play college football, and then I would put it back in because I thought it made me look cool. I feel like at this point. 18 years later that I was the biggest schmuck ever. But, I mean, the dick thing, I, it's still in there because it's a hole in your dick. But, I mean... I, do the ladies enjoy it? Well, listen. Yeah, does it make a difference? <clears throat> That's what I want to know. There is a decided upswing you getting a little extra friction going there? Uh, I mean, I, I got it early in life. We'll just say this. I'm either dealing with a phenomenon or I'm really good in bed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it helps. Cause Gus, I want you to get one so you can <laughs> confirm it doesn't hurt. the data. I mean, I'm not. I'm not particularly good looking, but when you tell a, I think you're a sexy man. Well, listen, that is between you and me. But <laughs> between me and regular looking ladies, when they find out that there's something going on down there, they're interested. Okay. Does, does it intrigue them? Oh, dude, just the mention. Do they? Do they want to like? They want it. Play they it want to see it. it. Like, they want to play with it. it. They flick it. They do, want to do it. They want all of it. Hey, does it it's too. Do, it. do they want to suck it or oh, yeah. do, do they want it in them? Both. Really? Yeah, it's, I, I guess we're putting the uh, parental con, uh, con, uh, parental warning on this episode, yeah. huh? Well, Hell, we, I might get one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean. Well, okay. So we've established it's. It served you well, and yeah. it didn't hurt at the time. I have a story about that. Yes. So, it did not hurt. So, we're at like 2.15 by now. Now, you've got a metal bar through the, might, fren- yeah. the frenulum on the underside of your dickhead. Yeah. Just underneath and the pee hole. And the girl's coming at 7 o'clock. Yeah. You're going to show this off. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah, but we have a uh, oh, yes. tentative date. Okay. So, and 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 whether or not you think it was a joke or not, my go-to move was Doc Savage novels in my 1943 steel. Plays. Look, I, I love Doc Savage novels. I bought Doc Savage on Amazon Prime. What? what are you all talking about? Okay, Doc Savage. Well, okay. You can go ahead. Go. We, we got to do this. Doc Savage is the original basis for Superman. 
Okay. It was a very extensive. Are you, are you a, a uh, comic book geek? No. Okay. Not. Because I'm, Doc Savage were, were pulp Doc novels. Because Sa- Doc Savage were pulp novels. Okay. And in, in, in 1914, 1915, 1916, uh, Kenneth Robison was writing these novels about... Uh, and, he, and they were put in magazines, pulp, pulp Adventure magazines. magazines. Ma- Adventure right, magazines. Right, right, right. And it was, he was named the Man of Bronze. And he... <clears throat> which is where they stole the Man of Steel. But uh, Doc was the <clears throat> smartest human being on earth and he was also the uh he had the most toned abs he like he spent specimen two hours every morning uh toning his ears to hear sounds he was the exact opposite of ty on this road trip (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so at this point at this point uh 1914 uh, had invented the opposite of tie. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Anyway, see, and what's even better is because, like, the last two episodes, I was not involved, and they just busted my balls. <laughs> they were great, and they, and they were good. It was good. Well, let me tell you. Now here is I'd be in your I'd be in your cult to get his. And, Ties the opposite of Doc Savage. Uh, he is the fucking polar opposite. Doc Savage could have a twelve pack of beer and drive you home safe from soccer practice. I don't know how to explain it. He he, he was he, he was basically. Uh, so were these little novellas or well, what? Well, uh, it, it started out that way. Yeah, they they would be novellas in the the. The magazines, and then eventually they just, they were so popular, they started, Robinson started writing um, just short <laughs> novels of him, and then they got reprinted in the 60s and 70s, and were vastly popular again, and, even and, though they hadn't been reworked. I mean, these are like 1920s, 1930s stories, and they're just selling hotcakes. Was and, it Bantam? Uh, Bantam and... Uh, uh, Bantam got them most of the way through the 100, bo- 100 books, but they might have got taken over by somebody else. But um, And then in uh, the 70s, was it George Powell? I mean, a famous director makes Doc Savage Man of Bronze starring the TV Tarzan Ron Ely, who I think is great in it. It's a little campy, but it's a fun uh, movie, especially when I was a kid. It's very campy, but... Uh, I, I was a kid. I watched it in '95, and it was campy in '95. Yeah, I started watching it in like '79 on Channel 11. And I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. So Dude, you guys, you've never heard Doc's have He never. You remember the time that we went to the uh, uh, Ryan Adams concert, and the girl had the stinky pussy behind us? Yes. <laughs> and how I said it was like the Doc Savage movie with the green. <laughs> Uh, gas snakes. I, listen to this shit. This uh, this is a whole different story. Hold on, that story sounds like the Diablo Canyon story. 
<laughs> yeah, you remember that time we were at that concert? That lady had the stinky pussy. That's the best start to a story ever. No, the Diablo Canyon. Let him tell the Diablo Canyon oh, start. Gee, yeah. No, no, just tell the start tell of the it. Start of it. You don't have to give anything. Uh, Gus else. just alluded to a story where. He was doing something really cool, and somebody had stinky pussy. I was once in a situation where I was speaking to a guy who told me, he told me, he said, hey, man. I was like, yeah, what are you doing? He's like, oh, yeah, back in the day, man, I was out of Diablo Canyon. I was, I did an eight ball of coke. And I was shooting guns. I got pulled over by the cops. That is the biggest leading statement story since Diablo Canyon. Yeah, that, that I was at a party with the lady with the stinky pussy. As a Ryan Adams concert. Ryan Adams concert. At I'm SMU. sorry. Hey, hey, listen. No, we're Come we're, on. we're sitting in McFarland Auditorium <laughs> with our missuses. With our missuses. There was no Diablo Canyon going on. And now. I mean, there was we're, we're watching Ryan Adams, and we're like, this is the first time he's been through in a yeah. shit a while and it's and far auditorium. never seen it never seen him it's great he it, that concert and, was great yeah and it's for stinky it, pussy it was the first time i'd ever seen him and i was like shit i, I want to look anything. cool i want to look you know especially since you're going to smu you know with them rich fuckers and shit you know i want to look cool and shit so i hell, i bought a new Button down retro western shirt and shit, you know, he did, he did. that didn't fit good and well, all that stuff. It's too tight around the belly button, <laughs> right? It's just, yeah, pulling yeah. open. I was, I was uncomfortable the whole time. <laughs> she had dinner, it was, it was popping at the stitches, it was pearl snap, yeah, pearl snap. <laughs> oh, shit. but anyway, we get there. And it was a great fucking concert, but there was this, in McFarlane Auditorium. What's it like? Maybe I what's don't that know. seat? It's twenty five hundred. Yeah, I was saying about fifteen to two thousand. I don't know. Yeah, maybe two thousand people. I mean, it was a great concert. But there was this chick behind us at a Ron Adams concert, especially at SMU. I figured it'd be just just SMU people, you know. And us. And us. Yeah. But of course you had other folks in there too. And there was a gal back behind us that, god damn, I don't know what the hell she'd been into. She was wearing a, if I remember correctly, a miniskirt. It was a, like a sundress type something. thing. There wasn't a whole lot of material blocking between that stinky pussy and us. And it was... She must have been gang banged in the foyer before she came in. No, that took some time to grow. That wasn't just. I mean, it it was awful. She needed. I mean, to... it was it was awful enough that even our wives were like, "God damn, yeah. she needed what the to fuck? Can seek get, some medical attention." Can I get a year check on this? Uh, two thousand three ish. No, fuck no. Because my oldest one, we had a babysitter for... Oh, so it was like 2006, 2007? I'd say 2007. Okay. 
we're yeah. talking we're well into this shouldn't happen ever exactly kind of territory. yeah exactly yeah I mean, she could have easily googled why does my pussy stink because you what hey listen guys i mean we're not gonna break a secret here if your balls stink, you can smell it from your fucking balls to your nose. Yeah, yeah. And this was this 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 old girl left the house knowing that she it, wasn't it right. Was, it was bad. Yeah, it 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 had a definite odor. Uh, bacterial. You should throw an e in it. Either either bacterial or maybe parasitic. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't organi- uh, some other type I mean, of organism. The only thing I thought of was. She'd been gang-banged by about eight guys the two days before. It was not a sex smell. It was, uh, no, there's something growing she's here. She's baking bread. No, it wasn't yeast. No, it was not a yeast. It was just stank puss. Well, I mean, it was just like, All right. so, geez, Louise. Anyway, that that was like the this gaseous green glowing snakes. Oh. Coming out of the skirt or sundress or whatever the fuck she was wearing, and finding them way over my shoulder and you know attacking me, like in the Doc Savage movie. Ryan Adams is still fucking great though. He okay, it's it's a great show. So you were using Doc Savage to try to anyway. The the whole story ends. And the fact that I got to show a gorgeous woman. Who you have been pursuing for years. 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 This guy, okay, I don't know if everyone's heard every podcast. He pierces my dick. And it's, it's, it's a curved, it's a, it's a barbell through the tip. Like a 30 pound or what? <laughs> Yeah, certainly not. Or is it Olympic? Certainly not. <laughs> We're dealing with ounces bar. here. Stuff. We're dealing with ounces. Uh, not a 30 pounds. Uh, I would say it was a uh, it was stainless steel. Uh, it was about an inch long, and it, it, it had a downturn at a half inch on each end. So it was, it was, it was, it wasn't curved, but it was angled on each end by a, Quarter inch downturn. Okay, and, and so and the bottom, the no, the middle was straight, and then the no, head, this is on the bottom of your dick, or the top of your dick, bottom of the head, underneath, underneath the, the head. head. Okay, if you're looking down at it, you can't see it. Gotcha. Except for the barbells curling up. No, the barbells down. Oh, it's <laughs> angled. Oh. It's angled down. <laughs> okay. I just want to show heavy a picture of my dick. No! And, and I can't. I don't it's, want to see your dick. I don't want to show you a picture Why of my dick. Why are you nodding, though? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the most confusing feeling I've ever had in my life. We should have talked talk to Alex more about this. Listen, listen. And she, well, here, I'll, there's, there's a reveal later in that story. Uh, but anyway... It's it's like a half inch straight bar. It's it goes it's like each end is a downturn uh with with a steel ball on the end. Okay. So he he does it with a a needle, like a, a surgical needle. Right. 
and then he replaces the surgical needle with the sterile object right. that he's doing it with. Like a magician. Yeah, yeah, exactly like a magician would replace a penny with a pink ball or whatever the fuck. He's trying to pretend it's not going in the dick's tip of your dick. <laughs> hey, Bo, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hand. <laughs> yeah. After it was over, I was still surprised. But uh, it was definitely not gone. But he, he, So it was all over. It was fine. He was a great guy. We still talk today. <laughs> no, well, to this day, I, I don't I have that fond memories of him. He Sitting told Christmas me cards and all kinds of shit. He told me the uh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And we have the uh, do not have sex for six weeks. Don't touch yourself for six weeks. Blah 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 blah. Here's the antibiotics. Don't. There's the creams. And I was like, whoa, 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 buddy. Why? 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 Did you just say I can't have sex for six weeks? And he told me that if you stick that dick with an open wound into a female, your dick will fall off. Especially with a stinky pussy. Especially if she's at a Brian Adams concert. (laughs) And I fucking swear to God, I almost fainted. Because I was like, dude, I'm seriously fucking today. This is the only reason I'm doing this. Right. There's no other reason to be here. In just over four hours, my dick was going in. And he said, well, I could take it out and you could fuck her. And I said, well, I'm not a liar. I I fucking told her I had my dick pierced and uh, I can't just be, I'm not going to be a liar. I'm not a liar. There was going to be no person on this planet that could be like, well, I'll tell you what, that fucking giant, fat, unattractive bow said he would give he me a good He had his dick time. pierced and he didn't. And fucking the, I, I will, I, I'll tell you what, there, there, there's never going to be that that's going to happen. And so I told him, I said, not happening. We're doing it. He, you know, his advice was, he goes, well, he goes, invite her over and uh, get her Come to on read her a book. <laughs> no, he can't even get it. No, he told her to read a, he told me to read her a book. <laughs> and go, Did he give any recommendations? No, he was like, hey, I don't know. Invite her over. Mr. Cormac McCarthy book's really good. <laughs> Jesus. Dude. Hey, Blood Meridian. I'll tell you what. Uh, I fucking swear to God. <laughs> that guy was definitely the devil the whole time. <laughs> okay, so. She, anyway, 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 long story short. Does she come over? She comes over. I definitely fingered her. Did you show it though? I showed her my dick. So you you were not a liar. I was not a liar. I, show, I put I fingered her and showed her my dick. She did not go like super excited about the fingering. Most don't. 
Which... No, you're not doing it right then. No, Listen, you think you're doing it right. I know I'm doing it Everybody right. thinks they're like the world's best finger. I'm the world's best finger. I guarantee you. I tell you what, I was... Light them up, I'll finger them and let, you, let them tell you. I can this do is a... the best fucking finger I've ever had. I could do it. I've never had any complaints about my family. <laughs> I want to tell you, I want to tell you, she was, me and her, we were just. I have thick knuckles. Thank you so much for listening to Can You Hear Me? You know, the guys and I really appreciate it, and we uh, we really have a good time doing this, and it's uh, it's one of those things that really brings joy to us, and we are glad that you enjoy it too. You can always email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com, and we will get to you eventually, I promise. It may be next year, maybe 2020, but we'll get to you. And in the meantime, you know, just stick with us and let us hear from you. We love it. Twitter, uh, email, however you want to. And I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Oh, wait. I almost forgot. I've been collecting stupid questions and bragging montage all year. So instead of our normal outro clips, I'm going to stick those in and let's have fun with it. Thanks. What's the Prince Albert? Is it really everybody, or is it just two of the, the lead horses pulling the, the team? What happened to Rattan Furniture? Yeah, where the hell did Wicker go? Have you ever had sex with somebody named Debbie? Was he wearing turquoise? Did you overdo it? Did you ever do the homemade slip and slide with the hefty bags? Did I ever tell you about the time that I was dating my version of the oil baroness from East Texas? Why haven't there been a lot of dark helmet tweets re- regarding Space Force? Did she touch it? Was it? Direct contact, skin to skin, or was it just through the pants? Who amongst this audience has won three major awards? Who wants a hot ding dong? Did you ever play Leisure Suit Larry? You ever got your penis stuck in anything? Were you wearing tall white socks with stripes on them? Where do you fall? First, where do you fall on eggs in general? Y'all got iron pipes under there? Um, Have you tried lotion? Did y'all ever go to one of those hostess outlets? Where are you from? Have you ever seen an improv group? Most of them are horrible. Hey, like that pizza. How long do you go? What's your favorite kind of chicken did i tell you about the time i brought the prostitute up to my room in new orleans to play video games with with me and my friends did he just pull that screwdriver out of his ass would you see the article where they caught i think it was at dfw like two days ago do you, you ever see the boys from brazil with gregory peck where they're making hitler clones was it your own deal what was the name of the makeout point in happy days isn't the inside of your sink like the only thing that's dirtier than the inside of your toilet did y'all watch lost how do you lose a shoe? Did you really say that to her? He's like, all right, you want some cereal? Do you remember how Penthouse mixed in gay stories into their forum in the 1970s? Did that confuse you like it did a 13-year-old me? What kind of shell's this? What's this do? How come this is like this? How come... Th- what is it, was it originally on? NBC? Do y'all take baths? <laughs> how big's your cunt? Do we know what Pam Dauber looks like now? Do you remember uh, Schmoo snorting pixie sticks? Now, have you seen... 
the insanity that is the partner luge. Have you ever been to a Chinese restaurant where they're doing dim sum? Well, wasn't Nell Carter in there for a little long? Did I tell you about the guy that I pulled up next to about a year ago? Would you rather have the SS symbol tattooed on your forearm or yeah. a pair of dicks? Did you see the Always Sunny in Philadelphia with Chainsaw Dave in it? Did we see her tit in Howard the Duck? Is it normal to eat Chinese food straight out of the container? You know, the paper box? What about you shoes? Do they want to suck it? Did I ever tell you about the time that I got propositioned by a famous actress at an establishment over in your neck of the woods? Are y'all worried about this whole robot situation? So was she there on purpose or was this a phone call? I have thick knuckles. Is it honey flavor? Can I take a moment to gripe about Skittles? Would Heavy's nickname be the turquoise tosser? What is the thing that you would least like to do? On live television. How much gas is passed in that situation? That that would be my concern. Are we talking inches here? Was she smoker? Is Japan the South Pacific? <laughs> Was she smoker? Isn't it like a couple of inches or something? What you been reading about? Should I tell her that her gas is on display? <laughs> Would you be more upset if your wife cheated on you with a dude or a squid? Ever do the titties? When's the last time you leg wrestled somebody? You look at websites... Now, what exactly is a hobo? How do they think that? Are you sitting by a box of tools? Yeah. Are you negotiating on pelts? Have you ever been in an un- uncomfortable exposure situation that didn't involve your own genitals? Right. Why didn't they include Scooby? Do you mind if I change my socks? My feet are wet. Why are you doing jazz hands right now? How can I make money with this gift from God? <laughs> is there a common use for paprika if you aren't Hungarian? Other than deviled egg. Do you like the kind of sculptures that you would find on Texas Country Reporter? <laughs> Has anybody ever gotten paid just for fingering? I like a glazed bun. I was I was shocked when I saw how nice Megan's were. I don't mind pink meat. I've never used a dating app. I am not an attractive woman. <laughs> I'm a big proponent of the leg. I usually wear my hard hat. I have an understanding of chemistry. I don't own a Glock. I cook a lot of fish. <laughs> so I love fried eggs. I love all that jazz. <laughs> I think we're great. I've never shot a 400-yard shot. Uh saw some dolphins. I went and saw Star Wars last night. I'm not ashamed to say I'm a big Richard Dreyfus fan, too. I'm a big fan of the Hostess Cupcake. You know, I've worn wool socks in the heat. Y'all know I'm anti-pie. I don't like movies after computers become what they are now. We we had some uh, some fresh salmon. I don't want medium rare nut. I watched two hours of Night Court the other day. Because I drive around the Metroplex quite a bit. I've eaten steak fries with cream gravy. I don't know anybody who's drawn Social Security that knows a lot about cock rings. I had a conversation with Leah Thompson on Broadway one time. I've just been hitting them out of the park my whole life. Just because I'm a masochist. Oh, I'm a thigh man. <laughs> I don't like thigh gaps, and I don't like gap weeks for podcasts. And I was a lumberjack. I've never been a liquor person. I enjoy art. They had a big mounted catfish on the wall. I do believe we went to the moon, but... I've been to some kick-ass roller derby matches. I don't want mine to bleed. I can eat a freaking pizza. Back in the day, I used to consume a lot of conservative talk radio and TV. I don't even know what a woman is. Years ago, I did P90X. I've never had the Roomba. I think I've eaten a dozen at a sitting. 
I've never shat from a high elevation. I didn't eat Mexican food for a year or two. I haven't been on a date in a long time. I dated a rangerette at one point. I bought a old desktop CB set at the Goodwill for five bucks. We got way more than three emails. I never played college ball. I am fairly hairy from the waist down. I like being in control. I'm probably one of the most easygoing people on earth i've spent most of my life thinking with my dick i don't know dick piercings but i mean okay whatever i'm sure i could go out there and find it and run it on some emulator or something on dos and it would work but the other night i was listening on uh on the radio on npr to my friend chris boyd on think i don't know ocean stuff and i've had my nuts cut i'm the world's best Finger banger. A couple of months ago, I went to one of those retro arcades where you pay like 10 bucks. I've never been to a prostitute. Be My damn. wife made some night before last. I'm not crazy about historical novels. I have no problem being naked. You and I are m- most likely to throw out some penis talk bomb. You know, I am wearing overalls right now. I'm a little Debbie's man. I'm a big Deborah man. Whatever she grows into. I used to love to watch NFL films back in the 70s. I don't watch new movies anymore. My general love level of hooliganism was pretty low. My entomology professor in college was, he was something else. I watched some chips the other night. I got my hair cut maybe two weeks ago. I haven't smelled it in years. I've had my body pierced by nails plenty of times and staples. I hauled corn stalks, I guess, one time. I've certainly had a drink, and I know a lot of really great female leaders. <laughs> I am an asshole. I mean, which I know nothing about economics. My background is a science background. I have personally been in yoga classes where the farting has gone on. I've had a couple buddies go down and do that and said it was a blast. I feel like a goddamn superhero. I have three bulldogs that are living horrible testament of what microevolution can do through breeding. I'm a 1911 man by genetics. I'm a fan of the dark meat. Well, that has scored in years. I don't know that I've ever smelt that much old perfume. I have the Lorne Green album. Now, going too hard, which I've been accused of many times before, I only eat deviled eggs that my mother prepares. I'd dip my whole self in tartar if you'd let me. I'm circumcised. I think I could probably tell based on how low her knuckles hung. I like a fish sandwich. Yeah. I'd eat all the way around the edge and then go for the middle. I dry my balls with the hair dryer. I've always had a fascination with Montana. Never tuck my dick out of a fly. I'm not real up on the feminist movement. I'm not a bath guy. I'm fascinated by smuggling. I like that dark meat. I worked in a video store in college. I hate clip-ons. Uh, I'd take a sniff. I sent in a poem about the show that won the contest. I own some big bowls. Now, I'm a leg guy. I love storms. I, lo- I love storm chasing. I don't really care about food. I was on a flight with Lita Ford uh, one night, and I felt a little sad that I was in first class and she was in coach. Seeing a grandfather's balls will change a man. And I can eat that forever and ever and ever. I have so many powers I'm not even aware of. <laughs> I've gotten plenty of pleasure out of my circumcised wiener out of the last 43 years. I was featured on a Bill O'Reilly television program i can't believe you got rid of that book i'm nothing if not a fine dresser i like watching the ski events i've changed careers several times in my life i stayed pretty late but i didn't stay to the very end i only hit home runs so i don't know the other (laughs) shit muzzy 
happens to be my favorite brand of broadhead. I'm a good American. I'm not the most graceful man. I don't travel long distances very often. I think, generally speaking, poorly written homemade erotica is undervalued in our current society. No, I got a pair of leather work shoes. I watched the first episode of Webster about a year ago again and it's on Hulu. I have camped (laughs) many, 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 many hours with Gustav and I have never witnessed this. Well, I mean, I'm a big Dr. Pepper fan and I never go to the doctor. Because I was a comic book nerd. I mean, you know that. Okay, I'm an ugly woman. (laughs) I recently got some new underwear. And then I read some independent stuff too, of course. Never been to a payway. Everything I know how to do is from pornos. I'm better at most things, so that would probably be right. I love samurai movies. I'm a big fan of the flavored soda. I had a job as a dishwasher for a while in college. I'm excited. I don't like shit between my toes. I dressed up as R2-D2 one time. I'm digging through some stuff I'd recorded off HBO. But I love Tata's. I'm a Gordon Lightfoot supporter. You think fucking s'more's good? Try a fucking... Hot ding dong. I mean, what's the point? I really want to just eat it and enjoy it, not just tolerate it. I don't like Jumpin' Jack Flash. I don't like The View. Internet is hard. I like candy corn. I still shoot lead shot all the time. If I'm going to eat nuts, I want some girth. I am Russian free. I've been in... Three different parts of Indiana. Yeah, I'll dress up a drop of a hat. I don't give a fuck. I don't know that I've ever been on a real date. I can tell you if it bugs out Gus's eyes, I'm not interested. Yes, I am a fan of that show that he's talking about. But man, I love some overalls. I have the power of, if I hear a female's voice of someone that I have never met or have never seen before, I can, with about 95% accuracy, tell you her hair color. I got an anvil. What I know about gender reassignment surgery. I'm not a big fan of the turkey. Well, typically this is my lounging in the house shirt. I got a guitar and I got a mandolin. I've also spent some time in North Carolina that was really, really nice. I love a good old timer. I've got several of them. I showed the kids mall rats the other night. I've been to horse sales. I've got a autographed Charlton Heston autobiography. Today I was at a major home improvement center. I have to confess that I've never seen Simpsons or King of the Hill. I'm a fan of the Ding Dong. I've watched Electric Company as an adult. I have nothing when it comes to women. One year we dressed up as Uma Thurman and Lucy Liu from Kill Bill. I have trouble reading plays. I have made lye soap before. I will wear patent leather shoes. I will feather my hair. I'm a singing son of a bitch. I am an equal opportunity partner when it comes to areola size so i love fried eggs i've got a good friend that went to prison you know i was always confused between wasp and striper i like to dip it in the tartar never i've never been in a steak and ale. the furthest i've ever shot is 325 one of my favorite movies is a nun movie i can smell my boogers <laughs> i like to get my video rental recommendations from the grocery store. It's all my life is about is non-closure. I love sucking cock. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Saldy. Good night from Dallas, Texas.